welcome back to another episode of No But Yeah. I'm Kendall. And I'm Lily. And today we are back in Studio 6. We are back. good. We're back in our OG studio, which I think that is just so beautiful that this is where we first recorded our first episode way back in April. And then this is our first episode back on campus. And it's just like such a fitting, you know, loop. And also, I was joking with Lily, this is going to become Studio 54. It is. As famous as Studio 54, this is Studio 6. And if you've been seeing some purple posters around that says No But Yeah Podcast and you're wondering if it's us, it is. I'm actually so proud of our posters. Like, I remember, like, working, we were getting memes feedback to, like, make sure it was as perfect as we could get it. Um... As you can see, if you look at the posters, there are two ladies chatting at a coffee table. One is obviously Lily and one is me, but which is which is hard to distinct. It's hard to tell, you know, but you have to look at the poster, though. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We have some shout outs to do before we get into this episode. How could I forget about the shout outs? First, we want to shout out Redate. Redate is in Intonations, and they just dropped an EP. Wait, for our outside listeners. Our outside listeners. Intonations are William and Mary's, one of their all-female acapella groups. And they're so amazing, and we love them, and we love Redate. So they just dropped Evergreen, which is like their like most iconic song. They kill it we every love time. Yabba. We, we love Yabba. We love Yabba. So they did that cover, and it's out on Spotify now, so I think everyone should just... No, I don't think you this know. is. You know, it's mandatory that you check it out because it's so good. It's already downloaded. But yes, 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 yes. And then we have another shout out to give. Um, Anna. Anna, our friend Anna has this cute little um, Instagram shop where she like sells clothes that she makes. Herself, she makes clothes, like earrings, like the cutest tops. I think everyone should go check it out. It's called bespoke.bodega. Bespoke.bodega. Which is a brilliant name, actually. Yeah, like Bodega the Cat. like bodega And cats. like bespoke, like made for you. Tailored. Yeah, so everyone go check it out now. But those are our shout outs. But Lily, we did something. Yeah. We did something in Louisville. Oh, we did. When Kendall was visiting <laughs> me. And that was to go to the movie theater to see bodies, bodies, bodies. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, and yeah. I have to say, Kendall was like, should we see this? And I was like, yeah. And I didn't even look at the premise of it or anything. And if you know me, I, I don't like scary stuff. <laughs> and it was scary, guys. It was scary. <laughs> <laughs> but I made it through it. I only had to cover my eyes a few times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She did really well, you guys. I was looking over. I'm like, yeah, she's holding it down over there. But, like, I love this movie. I thought it was so fun, funny, and, like, just, like, the right amount of, like, anxiety. True. But at the same time, you're also, like, this is just, this is just, like, a friend group. This is such, like, a 20-something-year-old, like, friend group. Like, it's just so cool. Um... So I guess the premise is this, or like the plot or whatever. Um, Wait, spoilers. This is a spoiler alert. Yeah, spoilers coming up. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers, you should totally skip ahead. But so this is the the little gist. We've got four friends, right? 
something like four friends no it's probably like <laughs> six or seven friends what in total we have we've got the girl from shiva baby we've got that girl we've got the girl from generation we've got amanda sternberg we have that random man Le- we have Le- pete um, davidson pete- lee pace and pete. and then i think there's probably one more the core girls are four the nonetheless your estimation was wrong anyway <laughs> Babe, I don't like when we argue. <laughs> I don't okay. like when we argue. There's okay, keep going. So we've got this group of friends. They all most of them bring partners, right? To this like their little vacation house or whatever. Pete Davidson in the film is a very wealthy kid. And so they're at their dad's like country like house out in the middle of nowhere. It's giving Nantucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just out in the middle of nowhere. And so this character what is her what is Amanda's character's name? Doesn't matter. I don't remember. She brings any she of their brings names. her like new girlfriend, and you know they're hanging out, and obviously like right from the beginning you can tell there's some like animosity. They're like, why is she here? Like why did she come? Like we can tell that she might be a problematic character or something or something in the past. But then there's a storm. There's a hurricane that takes out all the power. So they decide to Classic. play a game called Bodies, 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 which is basically just mafia where you've got. You pick one person to be the murderer. Yeah, I don't know why they called it Bodies, 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 because <laughs> it's literally just Mafia. Yeah. <laughs> but Mafia would not be a cool name, like, for a movie. I feel like that... I just think that's copyright infringement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And so they're playing this game, right? And immediately, like, everyone's getting heated. They, they're, they like, people are getting really upset and in their feelings. And then... So like someone dies, right? Someone's murdered, and so the whole someone, someone, and so you have to like determine like they're trying to figure out the entire night like who killed him because it's only them. They're in the middle of fucking nowhere, like so it's got to be one of them. It's got to be one of them, and it's just like so interesting. It's like a slasher film, but everyone's the slasher in a way. Yeah, so everyone is the slasher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the ending is like so funny. Like you're you're gonna be on the edge of your seat and you're gonna be like, oh my god, oh my god, no, 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 no. And then finally, because you know it's happening, you know it's coming, and then it's just so hilarious. And then right as the scene ends, like the movie ends, it's like Charlie XEX, like hot girls. <laughs> I'm a hot girl. Yes. Oh my god, that song <laughs> is so good. It's so good, but. Um, Super Freaky Girl was definitely, like, the anthem of this, like, that week that we were in Louisville. Like, we still play it to this day. To this day. To this day. And, like, honestly, now that I think about it, we didn't really spoil the movie. But that's okay. No, but guys, I, I just to go back to the movie really quickly, the last scene is so funny that I think Kendall and I were, like, almost peeing. <laughs> it was hysterical and because <laughs> i just remembered it <laughs> okay i'm bored in the house and i'm in the house <laughs> it's so it's i think I, I actually think there's like a very deep underlying message about social media use oh, and inability yes. to have discussion and conversation like civilized human beings mm-hmm. without like phone. phones yeah there's, because that's yeah. the whole point is that they're in this hurricane and they don't have power no power no like cell phone connection they just they're just with each other a lot of old stuff is being brought up and like 
there's this one like character like Amanda's girlfriend like has like one of those like crossbody like phone cases like yes. you carry like a person oh my like gosh. I think that's just like a for that like attachment that anxiousness to like always needing to have it and have it on your body like I think they definitely were just a really anxious bunch which I think is very representative of Gen Z in general we're an anxious bunch True. I would say but yeah I thought it was just fun too and then also I would be remiss to talk about the movie without talking about all the drama that came from it there was this film critic I think her name is Lena Wilson and uh, went on TikTok no 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 first she DM'd Amanda San- is it Sandberg or Sternberg? Anyway, DM's like one of the main characters and um hold on no I'm getting this wrong. She writes her film critique of the film and she basically calls it like a 95 minute like um promo for Charlie XCX's song with like a bunch of cleavage. And so Amanda DM's her and kind of like snaps back and is like or claps back and she's like well, maybe if you weren't like staring at my tits, like maybe you could have enjoyed the film. Wait, I'm just confused though because there's not exactly like no one is naked. No one's naked. They're like not even. They're just. Co- they're covered in blood. <laughs> what the heck? Yes. So it's like so off base, and so then it gets worse because the film critic gets on to TikTok and is like, mm, "That's wherever everything <laughs> goes down." She gets on the TikTok and she's like. Um, I just wanted, like, I'm so hurt by this. I just need to, like, get this out there because this person has more power than me. And I don't want people to think that people like them can get away with stuff like this. All she said was, that was, like, a very civil clapback. Like, granted, like, maybe if you're, like, a actor or actress or whatever, like, maybe you should learn to just, like, keep it rolling and not reply to critics all the time. Because then, like, you'd never have peace. But she was so, like, out of left field for that comment. And... Like, it was giving very much, like, white women tears. Like, she can't do this to me. I'm so, like, it was just, like, it wasn't that big of a deal. And for you to put yourself on blast like that and the whole situation and, like, sharing the DM, everyone, like, you know the internet. They found out that her dad, like, writes for the New York Times. Like, nepotism, baby. One thing Gen Z doesn't like, nepotism. nepotism. No, no. No. No, no, no. <laughs> we will find your parents, your grandpappy, your great great grand your auntie, <laughs> your papas. Like we we will find out in the quickness. So I just that was something that was associated with the film. Well, and okay, my thing about film critics or movie critics too, first of all, your job is to write like basically academic critiques mm-hmm. of movies. DMing the lead actress. No, 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 no. She, Amanda, DM'd her about the response, about what she had written. About oh, the so movie. she wrote something. She didn't DM. Yeah, she wrote something. Okay. On a blog or whatever her okay platform. Is. So never mind. But also, like to be honest, it's not the actress's choice for like the basic premise or plot of the movie you or, know the, what I mean? or like, the wardrobe. Taking- I don't. I don't know. It just didn't make any sense. Made zero sense. And, like, it just reminds me that, like... She must have a thing for Charlie XCX or something. Like, <laughs> it all comes back to... Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I have, like, a letterbox for, like, maybe a week. I think I have, like, two entries. I'm like, 
I want I just like watch movies to just watch them sometimes and like ev- like sometimes I'll be like oh this is what I thought of this film and then people will be like really I just thought that the da, 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 the premise and like da, 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 the themes and the symbolism like can you just sit down can you just sit down for a second and of course I think this goes back to like our theme anything can be as deep or not deep as you want it to be and it can be one like it can be super deep one day and then the next day be not deep at all i don't know like everything is a struggle intellectualism is a prison i say that all the time Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm in a prison (laughs) (laughs) redacted 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 i can hear you screaming Sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. That was very loud. Kendall is just... Oh, she's always loud on this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll just move the mic over. Anyway, um, Kendall believes in the phrase, ignorance is bliss. And that's why she's at college. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. And so another thing that was brought up to, up to us the other day. I feel like... Okay, if you see me on campus right now, I'm always in a heated rage. Right now, <laughs> I'm like yelling and screaming and being judgmental. She's very passionate. I'm passionate right now. And one thing I'm passionate about is this moral dilemma that was brought up to us at the library by Grace Ferrara. We were just like sitting, chilling, getting ready for second day of classes. And she made me angry (laughs) by bringing this up. (gasps) Wait, okay. So the moral dilemma that I have in the notes is something that I saw on TikTok. Oh, wait, that's so awkward. It's a different thing. No, no, no. I'll present this situation and then we can talk more about what Chris was saying. So, what was it? Okay, okay. This is the deal. You get a phone call. It's your siblings. Or your sibling. And they're crying and they're very hysterical and they said that I've just been in a car crash with mom. I'm fine, but mom is not okay. She needs to have this life-saving surgery. Do you give her a kidney or something? No, is that what? <laughs> no. The the surgery is like 20 grand or something. You don't have that money at all. And so, you know, if she, she can get the surgery tomorrow, but they have to have the money then too. So you're like, okay, shit. So then the next day you go to the bank to take out a loan to pay for your mom's surgery and someone comes in and robs the bank they tell everyone to get on the ground they take money from the cash register and as they're like going out the door their mask sort of lifts and you can see that it's your sibling (laughs) you can see that it's your sibling so the the question is do you like tell on them (laughs) yeah do you like tell the police that you know who did the crime or do you just keep it quiet? Wait, but like, okay, it depends. On you if know, I, if I was gonna get the loan from the big. No, no, you know that they're taking that loan for your mom. No, I know, but like, have I had the sit down conversation with the banker? <laughs> no. As soon as you walk in, it gets robbed. You don't have time to talk to anyone. Well, if I knew I was gonna get the loan, then yeah, I'd tell on my sister. What? Well. What are you going to do? <laughs> like, they're going to find out somehow. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I just... Charlotte, sorry. I would I would just be like, hmm? Who? I hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil, like... Yeah, but what happens when they find out about that? And then they're like, 
Oh, suspicious. Okay. Kendall was at the bank no, while no, no, Lauren okay. was Let's, robbing it. You know, maybe this wasn't a very fully fleshed out, like, scenario. Let's yeah, just say there not. are no consequences. Like, they will get off scot-free or whatever. Is oh, it yeah, scot-free or scotch-free? It's scot-free. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Scott, they'll get off scot-free. Okay. Here's another one. Here's another one. Okay. This is another one. This was like a medical... Okay, so a medical one. So this doctor does surgery on this woman's liver, right? And he... It's a very difficult surgery, but he performs it beautifully. This is the best surgery that he's done in his career. He's so proud of his work. But he was drunk. (laughs) I keep filling in the blanks. You're you're filling the blanks. They're so funny. (laughs) Okay, okay. But... But... No, 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 there's no oh. but yet. <laughs> <laughs> so he, so he's like, oh, I did such a great job. He's like patting himself on the back. So he decides to sign her liver Ew. with like one of those like cauterization things or whatever. Uh-huh. It, ha- it has no effect on her life. It does not affect the, her liver or any organs at all. Like she's going to be completely yeah. fine. He sews her back up and she's all good. Years later... She comes back in for another surgery, completely unrelated to her liver. Her liver is okay. It's another p- organ. So the other doctor opens her up and sees the other doctor's signature and is like, what? What? What is this? What the heck? How could you do this to someone? And like, so like the question is who? So he's like, oh my God, this is like so terrible. I should tell this woman that her previous doctor has signed her liver. So the question <laughs> is, so the question is, who is in the wrong? Is it the doctor who signed the liver in the first yes. place, or is it, or is it the doctor who is telling this woman that her liver has been signed? Because otherwise, she has no clue. Okay, okay, okay. Do you need think, time to? No, think? no. I think this one is very obvious. The doctor okay. who freaking signed her liver is an mm-hmm. asshole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Like, she already paid you millions of dollars for that surgery. You're fine. Okay, you're fine. You're probably written up in some medical journal or something. She can know about it. Well, I mean, what, you're right. She's never going to see it. So she, you might as well tell her. But at the same time, I feel like for me, I'd be walking around, maybe for at least the first, like, couple of weeks being like, damn my liver has a signature on it right now yeah but i don't think that's like a i think i don't think that's a crazy thing i think it's very much a violation of her body yes because it's mutilation yeah why would you that's not a freaking justin bieber poster yeah it's weird (laughs) yeah i hope this is these are the scenarios that they're posing to like medical students <laughs> that they in order to like get yeah. into residency they have to like answer correctly but now okay so now it's back to the actual moral dilemmas here those were moral dilemmas don't you think okay but let me pose this question okay cool to our audience members i just want you to ruminate on this mm-hmm. suppose you're in a hospital and you are a doctor and four people come into the hospital <laughs> with life-threatening, like, they need surgery ASAP, they need organs, they gon' die. <laughs> and you have one patient who is unconscious, <laughs> <laughs> and 
and who needs like a cavity filled or something. <laughs> like they they came in for a toothache. But yeah, you've put them under on purpose to like fix their teeth, whatever. But they're unconscious. And everyone else needs organs and there's no one else in the hospital. No one else in the world. No one, no one else, else in, in like a- Do you cut the person open and give all four people that like viable person's organs? They like really like that person that's unconscious like by a miracle matches they're a right. match for everything for every patient which is that even a thing no this is as we know as grace <laughs> said philosophy exists in a in a vacuum in a vacuum so my obvious answer would be <laughs> hell no they have a toothache <laughs> they're gonna wake up and be like god is that you <laughs> Just imagine going in for like a root canal. <laughs> they take your organs. That just doesn't make any sense. It reminds me of that that vine, that old vine that's like um, he's like under anesthesia and he's like, oh oh, like I just woke up from surgery. Like oh oh, where's my ticket? <laughs> the doctor like leaves the room. I'm like. No, 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 no. Okay, but then Grace was like saying, "I don't mean to put Grace on blast here. <laughs> you're just in, in your hater mood." She had haterade this okay. morning. Okay, <laughs> I took some haterade. <laughs> um, then she was like, "Well, why does their life, like the individual's life, matter more than four other people's? Like, what if those four other people were like?" Gandhi, Muhammad <laughs> Ali. I'm trying to think of you like struggling for good figures. Mother Teresa, <laughs> Mother Teresa, and Leah Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then would you save them? I thought this was a vacuum. Okay, yeah, but like the point is like. Depending on who those four those four people are, are you willing to change your answer because in theory you value them more? Yeah. I'm sorry, just on principle, I'm not letting anybody <laughs> go under anesthesia. I'm not getting any teeth work anymore. <laughs> I'm I'm never going to the dentist again. I'm never speaking of anesthesia. <laughs> When I got my wisdom teeth removed, like, mm, summer 2020, like, I was so nervous, bro. I mean, I was lit. I was, like, obsessively, like, Googling the process. Were you drinking the pineapple juice? I, I That was before the trend. I didn't oh, know okay, that at okay. the time. I was, like, so, so, so nervous. And, like, I was literally, like, Googling, like, where do you go when you're under... Where does the mind... Where does the consciousness I wish go? you really dreamed. That would be sick. <laughs> that would be sick. And so I was so nervous, and so I eventually, the day comes around, and she puts me under, and she's like, before she puts me under, she's like, are you nervous? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I am. And so she's like, okay, we're going to give you something to relax you. So I'm like, sweet. I'm pretty sure that was the lie to just straight put me under. Yeah, that is. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a good lie, because I was like, okay, this is going to chill me out so that I can be calm and accept that I'm gonna go under eventually. And then all of a sudden, I remember like turning my head to the left. I was like, I feel kind of good. <laughs> and bam, I'm out. And I yeah. wake up 
and Midnight Train to Georgia is playing in the Midnight Train to Georgia. And I'm like, I love this song. I love this song. <laughs> um, with my like gauze in my mouth. Yeah. I know you're trying. Um, no, I also remember. Do you have your wisdom teeth? Uh, yeah, I have my wisdom teeth. Oh dang, my teeth are small, guys. <laughs> I've never had a cavity before. Me neither. Good teeth in this house. Good teeth. Only. So if I ever have a toothache, guys, like please, please watch out for me. Um, please don't put me under. <laughs> um, and anyway, what was I saying? Oh, I had a similar experience where. I was going under anesthesia, and the doctor was like, by the time you wake up, you're going to be sipping martinis on the beach. <laughs> and then I was ru- I was out. Like out a like light. a light. Like a freaking light. Out, and then like afterward, light. he was like, so you want to... The doctor said something after I woke up that was in reference to what he'd said right about the martinis or something. Why did he think you'd remember that? I don't... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway funny experience but speaking of like dreams and like how you don't dream when you're like under anesthesia or whatever mm-hmm. like i had this dream the other night that i was talking to this older woman she had like gray hair and she was very much like maybe in her 60s but she looked good and i was telling her i was like i was like i am so excited to like get those cute little wrinkles by your eyes and Rose i was feet yeah I was, like, just, like, going on and on about, like, how, like, when I get old, like, I'm going to have, like, a silver hair. Like, my aunt, like, she's, she has, all of her hair is black, but she has just one gray streak. And I think it's so iconic. And I am hoping and praying and wishing that that is so me in, like, 40 years. Because if not, I'll I'll dye it. Like, because it, it's that Yeah, iconic. I mean, people do that. But, like, I just thought it was such a beautiful dream because, like... I think women age beautifully and we should be kinder to them. I don't think it's fair. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. How like we've got the silver foxes and the oh he's aging like a barrel of scotch. Is that I don't know, you know? Yeah. But for women it's like Ew. Have you even heard of Doctor Miami? <laughs> <laughs> Who's, by the way, his TikToks are so funny. Which, and this, you know, no, but sorry, this brings (laughs) me to the point that there was some news the other day that um, Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend has turned 25. And so... And they've broken up. Yeah. And those, those tweets, like, those are so funny. Like... They are. (laughs) So funny. Like, people are like, when your insurance companies when you turn and they like 26 and it's like a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio and like some people someone said that like what if he's just looking out for like the women who can't rent cars (laughs) he's just looking out for them they can't rent cars so he's helping them out so once they turn 25 you can rent your own car I don't need you anymore and I also think it's like very important to mention that like our brains like start like finishing developing around 25 so maybe they're just coming to their senses that I don't need to date this bag of bones actor who is like the thing. Bag of bones. <laughs> bag of bones actor who was the thing in like the 90s. That's why I don't understand like Johnny Depp. Like everyone like like his trial like 
was happening in like Fairfax, Virginia, which is like not too far from me. And people were camping out, had posters, like they were just like so hardcore like Johnny Depp. And we could have an entire different like episode about that trial and like the flaws and how we've perceived it. But like I'm like not that anyone's hotness or attractiveness should get them out of anything or play a factor in anything, but like I'm like, people this man was like the thing, like in 1996 and then he played like a washed up pirate for like a decade (laughs) like i don't understand where this was coming from yeah and like guys guys leonardo DiCaprio is not cute enough to keep this nonsense going he's just not he's on he's on the hunt for his next girlfriend she's probably and watch out guys because that could be you (laughs) (laughs) oh my god watch out it literally could be anyone any of us it could be anyone listening even our male listeners it could be you too (laughs) oh no (laughs) okay okay but serious question serious question what's up if god came (laughs) this is something kendall wrote if god came down Mm -hmm. And gave you the voice of an angel for one song. Mm-hmm. What would it be? Like he's saying, like you have the best voice on planet Earth right now. You can hit any note, any whistle tone, any range. You can. You just sound so amazing. What song are you gonna sing? What song would you sing? Because honestly, like, immediately my, what comes to mind is, like, I will always love you. Like, my heart will go on. Like, all these, like, power ballads. Mm, mm, mm. But at the same time, like... I know it. What I know you, mine. What, what, what's yours? I know you see. <laughs> BFFR. No. No. <laughs> no, I think I'd probably sing, like, a... Like, like a really beautiful jazz song. Okay. Like... I don't. I can't name one at this moment in time. <laughs> oh, really? You like but, jazz? Name every single jazz song ever. Something from the Nat King Cole Ella. <laughs> is it Nat King? Mm-hmm. Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah. Album. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, one of yeah, those. Yeah, Ella James. It's not Nat King Etta Cole. Ella James. It's not freaking Nat King Cole. Why did you let me say that? <laughs> no, it's Louis Armstrong. God, Nat Louis King Armstrong. Cole is also. Yeah, but. It is Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald on this album together. Okay, okay. Someone here is a jazz fan, and I'm just the chump. And Kendall's like, <laughs> I'd sing Nicki Minaj. <laughs> hey, cool. What would you sing? I would probably sing something by Amy Winehouse. I would sing. I was also going to say Amy Winehouse. Um, I like Wake Up Alone. Mm. Um... I don't need the voice of an angel to sing Valerie. I could do that. Oh, right here, right, right now. Right here, right now. I won't, but I could. <laughs> but I would say, yeah. I think, I, or or um, Late Night and Heartbreaks by Hannah Williams. It's sampled on Jay-Z's 444. Like, mm. uh, everyone should just go listen to it. You'll immediately recognize it. But the song itself, like, even the sample's cool, but the song itself, like, that's, like, my immediate, like, car song. Like, yeah. I would also studio. consider some Yebba, too. Distance. Oh, 
Oh, okay, but we only have one song. Yeah, I'd sing. I'd sing a jazz song. I, I would sing um, Wake Up Alone by Amy Winehouse. That's my go-to. Yeah. Okay. Um. What other? Okay, wait. I, I, just on the music topic, I know I, we're going to have a separate hot takes episode so watch out for that because i'm very passionate right now as we've said but i just need to put this out there right now (laughs) boys need to stop assuming my music preferences not my as an individual but ours collectively and we've addressed this before yeah capital m my capital and my <laughs> i think this is what goes through a fraternity brother's mind on a fr- friday at 2 p.m the guy who knows he's gonna be in charge of the playlist that night mm-hmm. the dj the, the the dj oh. they're not even djs <laughs> um i could probably spin a better track than them anyway <laughs> they're thinking at 2 p.m on a friday they're like oh god we've got girls coming tonight we like girls. <laughs> what do girls like? Taylor Swift. What else do girls like? Olivia Rodrigo. And and ABBA. And ABBA. And I hear that. I hear that. I like I like, you know, a few songs every night. However, I am not putting on you know, a party outfit to go hear Fraternity Brothers Screen I love that. I love Fraternity Brothers. Good for you by Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> and like that's not what I want to hear. I want to like dance. I want to dance. She said she wants to I'm, throw ass. Like sorry. That is not what I said. <laughs> that is not what I said. But like I, that is not what I want to hear at a fraternity party. Is that wrong? I think? don't think it's wrong. I think like that music I, is I, something I, I also just I, my frustration is the is the assumption. The assumption does And like the- and and I know. I no 100% that a summer requirement if you're thinking about if you are a returning a returning fraternity brother <laughs> over the summer fraternity. you have to listen to like po- like Spotify playlists that are like girls going out music or like girls pregame music and they're like laying in bed about about to go to sleep with their airpods in and they're like okay for you <laughs> like memorizing the lyrics because they all know it they all they yeah i'm like i don't even know this song taylor swift or whatever but like i agree and like i i say this all the time i think drake has the blueprint when it comes like yep, women yep, yep. love drake we've talked about this and we'll say it again we'll say it a million times it's our podcast just put on some drake you obviously know like Nicki minaj like super freaky girl like i like guys let your dance out let your dance dance out out. dancing is fun and not like jumping up and down oh god dancing (laughs) like a basic (laughs) two-step can you show me your basic two-step right now no i my my go-to is the um is the it's that one two uh-huh. two two and then okay. you alternate well, sides that's complicated i it depends like a staple in black depends on the beat of the music and i'm not saying i'm the best dancer out there i i just think that's also what helps boy that what aids boyd's 
in bad music choices for parties is like they're not the ones getting down Mm-mm. they're not the ones dancing so they don't know what dance music is for real for real and you know i always say this if i could go back in time and make this my senior quote i would you know this mm-hmm. dancing is not about how good your moves are it's about how much you're not holding back i believe that fully you can totally tell when someone's just having a freaking good time and you can't tell them shit. Like, they're just in that zone, like, in that sphere of just, like, having a good time. And I will say I want to hear a Jersey Club remix night. I think someone should host a party or, like, maybe, like, Paul, I don't know. They should have a DJ that's, like, does Jersey Club remixes. And Jersey Club is? Jersey Club remixes, for those who don't know, is, like, this very specific type of music from, like, like, it's called Jersey Club remixes. So, obviously, in the Jersey Clubs. And it's, like, very much, like, using, like, beats and rhythms and sounds that, like, are not musical. You hear doors creaking. There's a lot of squeaking. It's, like, it's, it's like what Charlie Puth does. <laughs> <laughs> but like way more fun and you can dance to it mm-hmm. so it's like that i want to hear a jersey club remix and we would be remiss remiss to talk I think about it's just remiss what did i say remiss remiss well we'll check on that and get back to you guys okay. but you would be remiss <laughs> i'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the most beautiful dance album that has oh, come out i freaking knew this was coming summer renaissance is a life-changing album. I actually do have to say, I'm never one to, like, listen to albums right when they come out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really get excited about that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. this is a good album. It's such a good album. I would, like, give my, like, left, left toenail. Oh. Yeah, my Why, left. We were thinking the same thing. Oh, we're so cool. <laughs> I would give my left toenail to list, to go back in time to when it dropped and I'm like in my bed listening to it and I'm like this is so good I can't believe I have to go to sleep right now because I work in the morning but like believe me I was I I worked at a summer camp this summer and I like when I was waiting for like car riders to come pull up to like drop their kids off I was like (laughs) I was jamming out I had my headphones and I was jamming out but like it's just so good church girl America has a problem like pure honey like it's just like i i just love it so much and like you could totally tell that like she had a lot of like influences from ballroom culture for those of you who don't know ballroom is a specific sect of like black culture that is dominated by black women and queer um black people and it's it's been around for decades like before madonna vogue ballroom has been around and just like and you could totally tell like influences from that culture and it's just like so fun it's so fun and freeing and i've said this before i really believe that like my like my life like my relationships have lined up with beyonce albums (laughs) i'm so serious like lemonade was this one dude in middle school and like i'm like yes hold up they don't love you like i love you like oh my the, gosh. the the iconic like louisville slugger to cars and then when um louisville, louisville. shout out to louisville shout my home to my hometown <laughs> and then when black is king came out like that first relationship i was like yes 
I'm all about black love, black love forever. And so I wonder like what, what this album, what season of life this album is going to represent for me, especially because they, they're, they're going to be three acts. There are two more acts coming out. This is just the beginning folks. You got to get busy, Kendall. And like they, she put something in that album. I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm so serious. I can tell when I've had a day that I didn't listen to the songs. Like I haven't listened to any of her music from the album. Like I can tell I'm off. So it's an everyday thing. It's an everyday thing. Since okay. what? July 25th. <laughs> Did you hear that folks? <laughs> Since like l- the last week of July. Gosh, yeah, that's I'm crazy. Addicted. Crazy. Well, uh, you know what? I just I uh, this is so random. I have to tell you guys that and we've addressed this before. Kendall always gets frustrated with me that I never ever watch anything that's mainstream <laughs> not 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 to be annoying just because i ha- don't like i had no interest in watching euphoria yes i had no particular interest in watching game did you watch game of thrones well okay that's oh you're getting into <laughs> that spoiled it. sorry but okay i also had no interest in watching what's it called stranger things i no. okay and that's a little too scary for me but um don't laugh at me. Um, <laughs> I did start watching Game of Thrones. Yes. Congratulations, everyone. Yes, yes, yes. I will say, like, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm watching it and I'm like, this is so good. Okay. I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, I could watch another one, but like. Like I, another episode? Yeah. I have this one friend, Ellie, Ellie McLaughlin from Louisville, and like she, she's a little, she's English and she's like she doesn't have an accent but I'm gonna give her an accent she's like that's just so crude that's just so disgusting don't cuss Um, and she freaking loves Game of Thrones I love Game of Thrones but like that doesn't make sense to me because Game of Thrones is one of the most like graphic gory gory Mm -hmm. like lewd shows so it's just surprising to me anyway but okay. won me over so okay. like so like what episode are you on only like the fourth one but i intend to continue what's happening oh you know <laughs> what's your name is like just Ser- got married Cersei? to that one guy <laughs> oh gosh i'm such a throny i'm such a that's what game of Thrones people Aren't you ju- haven't you just started it too? i watched it last summer Oh, sorry. So it's been a year, yeah. Well, have you watched the new ones? House of the Dragon? No. I have. The two episodes. I was going to watch it with Lauren. Well, let me just say that I'm ahead of you, so. Wow. Okay, I'm how can you, it's the prequel. Okay, we don't need to fight. Okay, no fighting. But, yeah, no, no. I, Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hear it. I hear it. I think it'll come later. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not sold on him right away. How, how do you feel about Robert um, Madden's character? Is that his name? He oh, yeah. he plays. Um, he's the yeah, eldest brother of the Starks. I feel indifferently toward all of them. Really? Right Why should I like him or hate him? No, form your own opinion about him. But like, he's Did a cutie you... pop. Yeah, yeah, he's like okay. My, I'm just not in love with Robert Madden or whatever his name. Is. Okay, <laughs> I think he's uh, attractive, but um. I'm trying to think. 
My favorite character from Game of Thrones is Theon Greyjoy, and I cannot wait for you to like finish the series so that we can talk about it. Okay. And it's this is you don't know this yet, and it would be a spoiler to tell you why, but to the people listening and you've if you watch Game of Thrones, yes, I said it. Theon Greyjoy is like one of my favorite characters. I I I he has a spot in my heart five ever like okay i think also part of my issue with it at the <laughs> beginning was like why do i feel like i need to take notes and make sure that i have the characters like phonetic spelling mm-hmm. on a in a freaking diary because it's hard to understand in the beginning and that is what kept turning me off i'm like if you have like i don't know like the names are too weird like I mean I don't mean to be that guy. I'm I'm just You're really that always guy. that guy. Really You're guy. him. I'm him. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you see that child out there? No. Guys, I'm sitting in the media studio and there's a girl with face paint outside and it's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say cute. Wait, she's not here anymore, but it was kinda scary. Okay, anyway. No, I, like yeah. Okay, I said it. I'm sitting in my room late at night and I don't wanna listen to a show that's like I've it's got so many houses there's so much freaking going on I can't tell if it's supposed to be historical or dystopian and <laughs> because it's giving like feudalism yeah but also not like it's like fantasy and then also their names are like Octavius such and such and such and such and such and, such and, such and, such and I'm like <laughs> But I'm watching it now. That This did not need to be as big of a discussion. Kendall. Oh, sorry. I'm just very passionate. But what I will say, we've talked about this. Obviously, we've ha- we have an entire episode like dedicated to shows. But, um, oh, gosh, we love, 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 love girls. HBO. Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> it's on HBO. It's with Lena Dunham. It, it ended in like 2016, but I'm rewatching it because I... I watched it way too young. Obviously, it's an age. That's what everyone says. I know, but like you gotta watch it when like you're older, and it is just so hilarious. Every night, without fail, I watch like two episodes before bed, and it's just like, I I'm just I'm so appreciative of like it's good writing. It, the characters are just like very like lovable and at the same time you hate you hate them (laughs) and it's just it's just fun it doesn't have its flaws yes the fact that they are living in brooklyn and Mm -hmm. there are only three black people in the entire like series i think i'm and they're all like little one episode characters i think maybe uh donald glover is like on for two episodes (laughs) but it's just so good so good and we might have to have an entire episode just talking about this. I think we will. I just, it's like, it's interesting to me that people keep saying they watch it too young. Like, how did you find out about that? And what made you keep watching it <laughs> at so young? Because I don't think it would have been interesting to me then. It's kind of just boring. And like you said, you hate all of the characters. Like, there's not a whole lot going on in any of their lives. Yeah, I, I mean, point. I wish I could go back in time and interview like 13 year old Kendall and be like, what do you see in the show, beloved? I have to say, when I, I like fully binged it last summer, and at the end of nearly every episode, I was in tears. Like, which is so strange. From, because, like, emotion or, like, crying? Yeah, or like, I, it, like the, Lena Dunham, 
she hit a nerve when she was writing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think it's just because it's like, it's it's kind of like a flea bag situation for me in that it's like it's hysterical, very funny, but so real. Like they've done a really good job at like kind of imitating reality and learning to be okay with really not being okay. <laughs> And, like, I don't know. You're figuring out your career. Yeah. Like, you know, you graduate from this top school. You're having trouble getting a job. Like, that's unfortunately so real. Yeah. Um, But I, I've got a playlist going called I'm Rewatching Girls. It's on Spotify. Right. I forgot. Um, I don't know. And I just, like, every time, like, the end credit songs to me are just always, like, iconic. Uh Like, they just stick in my memory. And so I've been, like, compiling, like, my favorites from, like, all the episodes that, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, this Mm -hmm. reminds me of Girls. The playlist, the the soundtrack is just so dope. But, yes. So, before we end our episode, just to talk about, like, what you can expect for this season (laughs) coming. Like, we're not going to have any more breaks, you guys. It's going to be full speed ahead record 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 um we're gonna have guests we've never we haven't yet to have a guest yet we're gonna have so many guests i'm excited and i think there might be an opportunity for you guys to be involved as guests in the future um we've got a few things on the agenda we're looking into some stuff so we'll keep you posted on how you guys can be involved or yeah or if you have suggestions or like who you want to have on the podcast like you you can DM us or email us or literally just stop us as we're walking across campus. Never Studio be a, six. Nev, never be afraid to say hi to me. I want or everyone me. to know that. Never be afraid to say hi to me. Never. Never. Am I an approachable person, do you think? Yeah. Okay, cool. Except when you wear your big gray headphones. Oh. And all of these new <laughs> headphones that she literally wears around everywhere. They're sewn to my head. They're so good. There's All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for listening. Okay, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.